0: Hello everybody, welcome. We are both on a Heart Refined Live on the page and as well as a Heart Refined podcast on uh, uh, Anchor, Spotify, and Apple. And y'all wanna, I'm gonna be a little bit funny right now. Our angle is
1: funny,
0: so I'm gonna put us a little bit more right. Sorry. You know, I'm my camera guy too, so there we go. Uh, I don't know if that's any better, but there you go. Um, okay, so um, if you have had any experience with us in the past, um, this is a long time ago, my dear friend, uh, Uh, Lisa Barron, she and I had started out doing live videos with friends and had some really great conversations between the two of us as well as some other people. And of course, COVID and lots of things changed. And so we moved on and started in different seasons in different ministries and doing other things. And then I got to thinking, man, it's time to bring these interviews back because there was so much interest. Um, And it was interesting and not just interesting but it spurred us on to a greater thing and so that brings us uh, to where we are now. Um, So I need to say a few things um, before we get started. Of course, this is Kara. Uh, And she's got some really cool things to say to us, but we are here today live from Juice Bar in Spring Hill. And I'm going to tell you what, this is my jam, y'all. From this very room we're sitting in and on a picnic table outside, I swear I wrote my book. And uh, they've got some amazing, really healthy things to do. So if you are local, Spring Hill, come by. These people are amazing Uh, and they take good care of you. And stop eating fast food, go to Juice Bar. but, okay, so uh, here's the thing about a heart refine, and uh, I believe this as long as the Lord allows it. It is going to be about nutrition education and personal training that will be a part of it. But as we are transitioning into this new season, there's going to be more of an intensive, a spirit of intensive counseling. Uh, and it's about daily di- disciplines and intentional follow-throughs. Uh, as as we look for the mission, or as, as we lead in the mission to become not just physically well but spiritually well. And that includes some things that, that we're going to talk about today, and I can confidently say um, that I've got lots of experience with lots of things, uh, <laughs> lots of my sinful nature and other things. However, Kara has some stuff in her story that <laughs> I don't have, and I think that's why we need to look at the parts of the body and how important it is for us to share together in these things. Um, I, I, so I'm primarily here today as a facilitator, uh, and a question asker, cause I'm going to, going to be on the edge of my seat cause she's got some really cool stuff, but, um, for her to share what God has done and how can how he can use this to wake us up. So, um, there's a couple different scriptures that I wanted to share right now. I'm gonna go to first out of um, Colossians one. The Lord has just been opening my heart up big time about um, uh, how important it is for us to recognize the false teachings that are coming into the church. And Colossians is a representation of this. So, what is the most important part though? It is the centrality of Christ, and that's in Colossians one. Uh, so let me read this little section to you, and then we'll get to rolling. It says, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for everything was created by him in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and by him all things hold together. He is also the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead so that he might come to have first place in everything. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile everything to himself, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. It goes on to say once you were alienated, alienated and hostile in your minds as expressed in your evil actions, but now he has reconciled you by his physical body through his death to present you holy, flawless, and blameless before him. If indeed you remain grounded and steadfast in the faith and are not shifted away from the hope of the gospel you heard. So this is really why we're here right now, the centrality of Christ, but how we are so easily shifted. Our brains become, our hearts become alienated even after we are saved. Um, our brains can sort of our, our bodies can be pulled towards something because our desires are so specifically geared towards well ourselves and if you notice in the centrality of Christ it's him he him 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 it doesn't say a lot about us right there so I think that's what we have to recognize so so here we go let's get started of course again I say this is Kara Brooks so Tell us about yourself. I know this was a part for Kara that was kind of funny because she's like, I've got all this deep stuff to talk about. And you say, tell me about me. And her brain kind of exploded. So let's keep it light and go deep in,
1: okay? And I am a New Yorker in the deep South and yes. loving every minute. Um, I traveled uh, lots and lots of places, but I've lived in South Dakota, and now Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, Florida, and a little blip there as well. Very different parts of our country, experienced very different parts of myself, Mm. very different parts of my sinful nature. Mm. Um, But I'm a a wife celebrating five years tomorrow.
0: Oh, I didn't even know
1: that. (laughs) Happy anniversary. Thank you. Uh, We've come a long way. We're so excited over this gut-wrenching year that we are celebrating hand in hand. Yes, yes. And I'm mother to a a three-year-old, and I hold four babies in my heart. Mm. Uh, former public school counselor, uh, God had such grace on me that He allowed me to step out of that and stay home for the last two years, so really since COVID. Um, it has been such a huge blessing to grow our farm and, and mm-hmm. grow our home. and. He's also transformed the school counselor into a biblical counselor. Uh-huh. So I'm stepping mm-hmm. into that as, as my line of work and just super excited at how he has just taken over every bit of my life.
0: Yes, yes. We'll see, and you hear this Kara is stepping in in as a really special part of a heart refine as she begins to offer her counseling, uh, as we call it intensive discipleship mm-hmm. uh, to help women come up out of uh, root causes of excess behavior. Uh, and, uh, so, but she's so, um, I I say relative and relevant as we, as we talk with women here because, um, you've traveled, you've had things in your marriage that are hard. Um, you have had miscarriages and now you're a homeschool mom and, and doing some really hard things and offering uh, your gift. And so y'all just super, super relevant in this, in this conversation. So, Okay. Uh, so and y'all and I have in my here, She's a farm hand, y'all. She's she's bringing good vegetables. I'm I'm telling you, I'm keeping her as my grocery store too. Um, okay, so tell us about you
1: church growing up, where this all got started. So I actually was raised in an evangelical Christian church up north, mm-hmm. um, the Christian and Missionary Alliance, and. I knew of Catholicism and Methodist and Lutheran, but every time I asked my mom, what are we, there was no real answer other than evangelical. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Baptist, it wasn't Presbyterian. Mm-hmm. So I grew up kind of with a lot of confusion about not having a name for for it. Mm-hmm. Um, identify with him. Right. And was just always a solid questioner. Even Mm -hmm. as a child, I remember questioning how do we know the Bible is true out of all the other beliefs Mm -hmm. and and all that kind of stuff. And um, so I had a very solid, solid uh, teaching early in life. And he planted the seed and I accepted him very early on. I could feel the Holy Spirit in worship and not so much in fellowship, and I think that's where I really started kind of veering off, um, as a lot of us do as a young adult, into college, and, and definitely into my young adulthood, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, and, and I'm so grateful for that seed he planted as a young girl, because he just took me as the lost sheep and brought sure. me back. Sure, so you knew that, yeah, mm-hmm. so then,
0: so this is where we start really going into this deep space, where did you start to become attracted towards, first of all, we're going to say where did you become attracted towards
1: shamanism, but will you explain shamanism before we go any further? I will. It, the tradition I was a part of was an ancient Incan um, medicine, religion, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, It's part of the Incan heritage, and it's a group that had gone up into the mountains in Peru and hid away with the Inquisition. And uh, about the 1940s or 1950s, they started showing back up in culture with their recognizable colors on their their, um, hats. And it just spread from there. And so I I studied under an American, um, I, I believe it was an immigrant, but okay. it, anyway. So it's a it's an ancient system, mm-hmm. and there are many of them. I've also studied under Celtic shamans as well, which is Irish. Okay, um, in that neck of the woods. So, um, but to kind of slow that back, it's an energy system, and it's about working with spirits mm-hmm. in both realms. Um, however, there is no evil in this tradition which you can see eyebrows raising there, uh, there's something wrong there. Yes. So it's dismantling the good and evil, and it's just these are, these are spirits that are lost and need direction, and that's what we're here to do. Okay. And that's exactly how I got hooked in. Huh. And so you're, you're working with a person, and you're working with their chakras, you're working with their energy system, you're working with whatever spirits they may have come in with, and you're using your intuition um, that you believe is from god because there is a central god as well yeah. in the universe yeah um but it's also a, a sort of honoring to the mountains to the waters it is very anim- animistic as well okay okay oh so many
0: thoughts right there okay um okay so then what was it that that
1: drew you towards it So, what drew me towards it, honestly, there were little chips all along my growth and development. If I go back as early as I can think of in this moment, I go back to really being interested in the occult Mm in middle school and Mm -hmm. and as a a young kid, um, and just Ouija board. I mean, my mom, a good Christian woman, warned me, you don't even mess with it. Right. And here I am seeing it's it's a Hasbro game. There's nothing wrong with it. And... I just got so fascinated by the fact that there is a spiritual realm Mm -hmm. and I grew out of that stage um, into high school I had an abusive relationship got sucked into lots of behaviors to just try to keep up with the older crowd Mm -hmm. uh, and all that and that really was just my pull away from God's truth because mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like I could go back and face him mm-hmm. and I didn't have support because my behaviors weren't normal for mm-hmm. a young high schooler all of my friends were in childhood still and I was in adulthood so to speak sure. and I relate to that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just confused lost didn't fit in anywhere and mm-hmm. as I got to college those just kind of got farther and farther um As part of my identity and farther and farther from God and uh, in 2006 I was married and at that time was um, getting into chiropractic acupuncture and uh, yoga was was a very avid yogini Mm. and um, all the while I was trying to seek my path of counseling I've always wanted to work one-on-one with people in the spiritual side of things though. I never wanted to do psychology. I always wanted to do the more spiritual world of things and of course those just were like, okay, come on, this is my basket. I'm going to add you in and multiple gods. Sure. So do you believe that God gifted you with that desire to,
0: in that sort of intensive discipleship as we call it, um, but Satan was going to pervert that, but the Lord allowed that because he was going to train you and make you more effective for his
1: kingdom. He was going to put me on the inside. Yeah, you go.
0: I, I like that. About. You hear this word. He's going to put her on the inside. So anybody who's going through something or you got a family member who it seems like that they're just moved over into something that's just blowing your mind because they were raised right or, or whatever. <laughs> He's doing well, A mama's
1: prayer right here. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm a solid, steadfast prayer. Absolutely. I'm that same girl too. And so mamas, keep praying because yes. the Lord is listening for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So um, that you bring up yoga, and this is a touchy spot right here because we're like, you're going into shamanism, and you can't jump over to yoga when it's actually all
1: in the same bucket. It is. Okay. So talk to us about that. Talk to us about that a little bit. Well, in the beginning of yoga, I found studios that could I could align with. They were not teaching about the Bible. They weren't teaching about Eastern meditation, so to speak. They were just teaching about chakras, and they were teaching about moving your body in certain positions in order to release blockages in your body of energy to create vibrancy. So what's wrong with that? Because then you're stretching and you're getting
0: rid of anxiety. So if they're not saying, hey, this is Hindu or hey, this is whatever. So what's
1: wrong with that? I think it could possibly depend on the teacher, but Rachel and I have have been sitting here trying to kind of dissect Christian yoga. And I I cannot speak on that personally um, because I never went that direction. However, I know there's a lot of yoga studios that are under this non-denominational, just a worldly agenda, and um, many of them need to get trained to be t- yoga teachers, though, mm-hmm. and many, many of those will include sacred texts that are much like the Bible, mm-hmm. but in, in other, other areas of the world, mm-hmm. um, even Ayurveda, which is a, a health and wellness system, mm-hmm. and um and, and just if, if they're becoming teacher trained, there are actual, actually national teacher organizations that they have to study all of that in order to become a yoga teacher. Yeah. Now that's going to infuse what they, they speak to you about. Sure. And it's so easy to twist scripture that yeah. we know that's what Satan does. He yeah. did it to Jesus. Yeah. So the question is, what's your sword? Mm-hmm. Is it yoga or is it the Bible? and is it is your relationship with Christ or is it with yourself and trying to become the best version of yourself
0: yes oh that best version thing so I'm gonna I'm gonna read this here because we we've we've transitioned pretty quickly into this space of in Kara's own experience and based on her knowledge and even the spaces where she's not as knowledgeable but from a, a an outside viewpoint says hey red flags be careful um we wanna look at how this stuff Sometimes, unwittingly, we are allowing to come into these temples and, of course, ultimately into our churches. Uh, and sometimes there's some willful, willful ignorance involved. Uh, and if we need to define that willful ignorance as saying, like, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Like, if I just don't pay attention to it, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, and I think this is really important that we do. I'm going to read here out of Second Timothy 3. It says, but know this hard times will come in the last days, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, proud, demeaning, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, uh, irreconcilable, slanderers, without self control, brutal, without love for what is good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure. And this is, we, we noted on this one, rather than lovers of God, this is the big problem right here, right here, rather than lovers of God, holding to the form of godliness, but denying its power. So Christians who are saying, la, 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 mm-hmm. uh, it says, avoid these people. And it goes on to say, for among them are those who worm their way into households and deceive gullible women, mm, overwhelmed by sins, and led astray by a variety of passions always learning and never able to come to a knowledge of the truth that stuff stings right there uh, because this is that spot where you say wait I don't want to be gullible. I don't want to let stuff worm its way into me and hey, I'm not demeaning or a slanderer or a traitor or all of that, but if we really dig into this stuff, we may not set out to become those things, but one dial notch at a time, we do. Now, I want to say this right here. We're already 18 minutes in. We're only gonna go for 30 minutes, um, but it looks like, we talked about this before, it's probably gonna be a two-parter, y'all, uh, because there's so much good stuff that we need to hear, so enjoy today, and we will schedule a next portion, but we've got, we've got about 12 more minutes, so um, uh, so what right here? What are some other things? Obviously, we've already spoken about yoga, uh, and what are some other things that we see slipping in that we don't realize?
1: Well, what I'm what I hear in the from my Christian friends um I have heard vision boards which I'll tell you I was very successful I could make a vision board come true with a snap of a finger that's Mm -hmm. how good Satan can be Mm -hmm. he will make you think that oh look I did this I created this because I I wished for it I desired it I saw it I I I
0: yeah that's not just prosperity gospel that's that's actually some uh new ageism right there
1: absolutely uh, essential oils can even fit into this category. Really? Oh, step on my <laughs> I, I love it. I step had on. to say okay. a second thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the reason I say that, because of course, perfume and, and anointing is in the Bible mm-hmm. all throughout. Old Testament, New Testament. Mm-hmm. It's the way we honor Jesus. Sure. Okay. Um, where I'm speaking to is there's this idolism. And there is this, well I'm just going to put this blend on and it's going to take away this allergy. Or I'm going to put this blend on and it's going to take my anxiety and depression away. They work. I'm not going to knock that, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say they're not from God. Right. But right. I think we really need to recognize: Are we worshiping that, and mm-hmm. and like anxious when we don't have it, uh, like a drug? Yeah. Or are we honoring Him yes. by being a pleasant aroma? This is
0: where idolatry slips in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, and it's it's what God you are worshiping there, because the God the, is it the healer uh, or the healing more
1: than the healer.
0: And, and is it
1: the body versus the spirit even wow. too yes. we so often walk around rock around seductively mm. and we don't even know that either yeah and here yeah. we are ensnaring other people mm. and unwitting to us we're just trying to smell good look good and you know <laughs> feel good yes be a woman yes that's right
0: <laughs> that's a good point right there <laughs> thank you oh, I to go home and look at my old collection
1: <laughs> i have them too <laughs> I yeah. got my favorites
0: too. <laughs> and, and, and as for a little disclosure there, I do think it's very important that we pay attention uh, to what we're using. I, in my having been an addict in my life, I have found myself at times where I'm looking for a numbing and I'm thinking, oh, I can go take more frankincense. And that sounds dumb, no. but that's the addictive mind. And that's the truth. Yes. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. And so, again, laying that down, letting the Lord have it
1: now my school counselor self wants to speak to the public ed realm okay. and and give a caution that there's a mindfulness based stretch, mindfulness based stress reduction which is touted as a western um, mindfulness is really just what we're calling it these days mm-hmm. or meditation mm-hmm. but the roots behind it are zen buddhism their um their yoga yoga has a, a path of meditation as well mm-hmm. And, um, and then there's yoga. So these things are being pushed in the schools, and they sound great because they're going to help the overactive or the disruptive child, mm-hmm. but they're not of God. We're not allowed to pray, mm-hmm. okay? So why are we going to let these things be a part of our curriculum right. if we're not even, even going to put God as central in them? Right. Yes, there is meditation. We meditate on His Word. Yeah. We meditate in prayer.
0: But the definition of meditation is not at all what they, in the New Age world, it's to empty your mind. Yes. In the Christian, or of course, as we study God's Word in theology, it
1: is to, to you fill to, it with His Word, with Him. Word. Mm-hmm. With him. Yeah. Fill it with Him. It means to devour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's other traditions that are based on the breath. There's something to be said for sitting and just letting yourself breathe, Mm -hmm. tuning into your body. There is a groundedness that can happen with that. I tend to be all over the place and just high on on God. So there is something to be said for that. But again, it's are you going to meditate on it as my breath or is it his breath coming through you, bringing you to his wisdom? Well, this is the discipline. And again, it's hard to find is,
0: is tuning into disciplines. The discipline of prayer. And being in a position where you um, make yourself sit and open yourself to allow the Holy Spirit to have you pray as the heart, as, as God's heart would have you pray. And Romans eight is clear about that when we don't know what to say.
1: The Holy Spirit then is praying for us, praying through us um, before before God. But we're also a very talkative society. We love to pray. That's our talking at and to God. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that there's a side of the meditation that's just being still. Listening. To hear Him. Absolutely. I think that freaks some women out. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a scary space. Well, one, how do you do it? Because how do you hear God? And, and we will not necessarily be able to go into this today, but and we will at the end of the next next session, but Bible study habits. That's how you enable
1: the Holy Spirit to speak into you what the, what the heart of the Father is. You cannot be a Christian and not know the Bible. And you can't know them from your childhood stories. I mean, I knew Moses, I knew Abraham. Like the I felt board stories. Yes, uh-huh. I did not know the God of the Bible. Exactly. And so taking myself through it front to back, Yeah and not just having, you know, bits and pieces of this chapter or mm-hmm. that chapter. It really mm-hmm. kind of sealed the deal for me that he's a bit. loving, merciful God. Absolutely.
0: Well, and it's it's so important for us to understand the connection from Genesis to Revelation. That it's all about Jesus. Yeah, y'all. I didn't know that I until long after I overdosed. No, and I wanted to push him out, and that's what Satan's doing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, exactly what Three we're seeing right here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We
1: give a little more, and then and then we'll wrap up for today. So any Christian women could say college studies. I I went through early education classes. They dismantled gender way back in the 2000s. Yes. Uh, and taught us how to do that with our kids that we were teaching. Oh. Um, and then I went into the psychology world as well, and, and I kind of drew towards the more mystical, like Carl Jung. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the names are escaping me because I've really just closed my, my book sure. on that, but sure. um, psychology has mystical origins. It was creating a manual that supersedes the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know we all know college studies are starting to take us down these these more neutral grounds that are not intended by god um in reiki tai chi i I would say some chiropractic and some acupuncture you really got to be careful if they are christian based um, because there is an innate uh i can't remember what it's called but an innate self that is supposedly about God, but really it's about you accessing your own mm-hmm. healing, not so much about your Creator and, and who knows you, yes. you know, since before you were born. Right.
0: Back to that you accessing you thing. I want to tell you yes. what, y'all, the greatest point in my life is when I accessed the knowledge of how wretched I am. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And, that's, and I know some people kind of veer away from that statement, like, don't call me wretched. Listen... On my best day um, I, my rags. righteousness is filthy rags
1: and it's 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 really this weight that yes. lifts off of you and it's like oh good yes because that was one of the defining moments for me I was in the yoga class that was geared more towards the Eastern belief in it and really starting to dive dive in mm. and my my teacher, um, I was going through a divorce at the time, and my teacher was trying to encourage me that while it was good to pray to God, I still needed to do what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. There was no God in it, right? And actually, kind of just really made me feel like a child, yeah. And embarrassed me, made me feel gullible. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, and um, yeah, I mean, whatever you said, there <laughs> you go that direction. <laughs> no, go this direction. It's sort of like the 12-step programs
0: where you can choose whatever God you want. And I I started thinking this as as soon as you started talking about early on in your life trying to find that identity but but never really finding it. And it's that that thought of um, when you don't teach your children uh, what to believe. Mm-hmm. They will fall for anything. Mm-hmm. And it's really important that we do that. And one of the things we fall for the quickest is ourselves. And I'm going to read this and wrap us up. Uh, I just want to say one thing. Go ahead. Parents,
1: it's in video games. Mm-hmm. It's in cartoons. I'm raising a three-year-old and I'm already cautious about mm-hmm. the things I see come across our TV. Yes. It's rampant. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's easy to to laugh at it, but there's humor in it. You know, mm-hmm. because some of it's taking us back to our childhoods or, and, and things like that in pop culture, but we really need to be careful. Well, it's and and this is the same comment over and over.
0: It's one dial click at a time. Uh, Satan knows how to convince us that we are just one step smarter mm-hmm. than Jesus, one step smarter than God's word, and then then before you know it, um, you have children who are agnostic, if not atheists. Um, because they have attached to themselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, what it says in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 12, and this verse I was telling her makes me laugh, um, because it says, For we don't dare classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves, but in measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves to themselves. They lack understanding. Do you hear that? There's a lot of selves in there, and that's where we lack understanding. But it's so beautiful, though, because just like you were saying, um, and I can't remember the exact words you used about it or for it, but the Lord was making you usable. He was getting you ready for this season, and it's not just... To raise Ben, which is, and we both have bins, um, <laughs> but it is also to be able to sit in this space and speak into women and say, Y'all, we are women. And she doesn't say y'all either from up <laughs> north. Uh, uh, we're laughing about that. She's saying some other things, but What is it Fixing to
1: a three year old. He is fixing to
0: all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you on y'all soon, but um, <laughs> I lost my track. But, um, anyways, we're we are. Um, hmm, Oh, boy. Well, I've said it. lost my thought. But <laughs> anyway, so we want to encourage, y'all, oh, no, we want to be women of a different sort. And what does that mean? We look different. We do things different. We spend our time differently. We don't necessarily involve ourselves in the same um, filling our cup programs no. uh, and because we have guarded our hearts. Because of the centrality of Christ, that is what we
1: seek. And there is youth and vitality in that. They want to claim that there's a, a trademark around being youthful and having yeah. that glow. We have the glow of Jesus. Yes. We have His Spirit. Which is far more allowing pain. it absolutely. Not to, to it. it. Absolutely. The radiance that
0: comes from Christ is just far greater uh, than anything that we can do. Um, and those programs, okay. So, uh, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna come back together. Uh, it will either be next week or next week. We got to look at our calendars now, because we, we as we started to talk about it, we're like, this is so good. We get we need more. So, uh, thank you for hanging in. I pray that you will make this a regular as you listen to these different things that we come to the table with here on a heart refined, and we are moving into this intensive counseling season season so that we can glorify the Lord together above all. All right. God bless. You friends. We will see you soon. Bye. Bye.